Hello, everyone. This is Isabel Zimmerman with Attracting Wisdom. I am so happy you are spending a little time with me. Today's podcast is, what? You want me to put myself first? I have been working on putting myself first or being self-centered. I have personally been working on self-care. It is an important step for all of us, for all of us to be self-centered. And I even have a teacher's course, and we went into selfish. And we, uh, in in that course, I hypnotize a group of teachers, and then they channel, and they get clarity and understanding around selfish and uh, self-centered. One of the things before I read you the blog, story time, as I like to call it, one of the things that I would like to discuss with you all is when you are perceive, perceive yourself as selfish you are really just playing a role for another person. And if you are selfish, you are perhaps being selfish out of fear or if you are being selfish, is that not for you based in love? So are you being self-centered because you are choosing yourself first? And that is very loved-based, right? And if you are being selfish, let's say fear-based, and you trigger another, is that still not for you and for the other person? So let's break this down. I remember my mom would say to me, Isabel, you are being so selfish. Meaning I was thinking of myself only and I was not thinking of her. And this was wrong or bad, right? She didn't want me to just think of myself. She wanted me to be aware of my actions impacted others and I was being selfish and how dare I be selfish, right? And society will um, really kind of judge us if we're selfish, if we only think about ourselves, right? When that happens, it's not wrong that you are only thinking about yourself. It is that perhaps when you are being selfish, you might be in a state of fear because you are acting 
in a way that you are self-soothing or focused in your story. But again, that is not wrong. If you don't think of others, that is not wrong. I know, shocking. It is because when you don't think of others, you are triggering them because they want to be with you or they want to spend time with you or they want to be included. And so when you do not act in a very loving manner, they feel it. But it's okay. When you are vibrating high and you are choosing yourself out of love, you are aligned in the state of love. You are still flowing your love and you are not responsible for the other person's perception of your alignment of love. And recently, I've been diving uh, deeper with a, a group of teachers. And in these sessions, they are hypnotized. And then they uh, work with their guides and inner being. And we channel and we went into selfishness. And a lot of selfishness Memories came up from siblings or parents or high school or um, we've all experienced when someone, we perceive someone as selfish or we were selfish ourselves. But this is a human construct of seeing these experiences as wrong because we've been conditioned in this paradigm, what I would say. But being self-centered or self-love or self-care is really being centered around your inner being, being centered with the divine aspect within yourself. And your divine aspect within you is in a state of love. It is a being of love. You are your inner being. You are a magnificent, limitless being of love. It is just that in this construct of separation and duality, there is a lot of fear and control in this paradigm. And we came here to experience this intensity because we are all masters to be here in this separation and the illusion. It takes a very strong soul to feel this disconnection from your inner being and source. And right, it is, it's intense here, right? The contrast is intense, and it's thick. And the emotions, oh my gosh, the emotions are really can be 
very painful. You know, they feel very painful. Not alone, you know, there's also physical pain here, right? It hurts. And so I would like for you to soften this idea of being selfish and move it into being self-centered and aligned with your inner being. And that as you practice self-love, loving yourself, asking what you want, and being loving and allowing the other to feel that love from you, you can always be self-centered and express your love at the same time. You can always communicate that you are choosing yourself in love and it doesn't mean you do not love that other person. And when you step into more self-love and self-care, you are raising your vibration and you're actually going to express even more love to those around you. When you take care of yourself, you are impacting your reality or your physical space with even more love. And so when you do not take care of yourself and you sacrifice or you do things that you do not like or do not wish because of guilt and shame, it lowers your vibration and they receive less love from you. I know, it's counterintuitive, isn't it? Because we've been conditioned to not trigger another. If we trigger another person, then we're bad and wrong. But everyone is responsible for their own vibration, their own beliefs, and to manage and process their own fear. And remember, they are not victims. You are not a victim. You have an inner being. They have an inner being. Everyone has an inner being. Everyone is a spirit. Everyone is equal and as powerful. Whether they feel empowered or not, it is not up to you to make them feel empowered. Now, if you don't feel empowered, I am not responsible for you to feel empowered. I am honored to show you that you are empowered. I am honored to believe in you. I am honored to love you and flow my love to you. But at the end of the day, I do not have any ability to create your reality. You are, you are a sovereign being that creates their own reality. And you can't create in mine. You can flow your love to me 
But at the end of the day, I am still responsible for my own vibration and frequency. And if you flow your love to me, it is my honor to flow my love back to you. Because it feels good. It feels good to express our love to each other. Right? And so stepping into loving yourself, being self-centered around your inner being, being self-centered for yourself out of love increases your vibration so that you can actually express more love. And that's what I want you to think about. Because a lot of times we do not take care of ourselves because we do not want to feel the other person's fear, hurt, or an emotional pain because it causes emotional pain within us. And this one personally has been hard for me or a challenge as I embrace it because I derived a lot of pleasure pleasing other people. It was fantastic, but it was not balanced. And as a reformed people pleaser, it was very confusing. And with that said, I'm going to go into this article or this blog, whatever you want to call it. Are you ready for story time? Okay, hunker in. Ready? When Spirit asked me to be self-centered, I was so confused. I asked, what was the difference being self-centered and selfish? I thought being selfish was a bad thing. That's when the concept of self-care, self-love, and heart-centered came into my awareness. I had received the concept that just like when we are flying on an airplane, in case of emergency, we are taught to put on our oxygen mask first, then assist our child or another. Make us a priority first. If you have flown before, you have heard these instructions. Did you ever give it any thought? My belief around this was, oh, they must have data or uncovered that it's best to put on your oxygen first. Yup, here's a quick video and an article if you're interested as to the why. So it's from the Huff Post, and in the blog there's a link. And when you watch the video, just so you know, the reason why we put the oxygen mask first is because it's such a short amount of time that you're going to pass out. So if you pass out, you're not going to help your child or your loved one get their oxygen mask on. So it is critical for you to put on your oxygen mask first before you can help another. Right? Interesting, huh? Okay. And then you can watch the video if you're so interested. 
Now, just to let you know, as a reformed people pleaser, this was very hard for me to accept. I had a lot of resistance and I didn't even know how to begin or not sure if I even wanted to. I loved pleasing people. I was the type of person that noticed how you took your coffee, what type of pillow you like to sleep with, and how many. I noticed all the little details that would make you happy. I knew what my company wanted, my manager, husband, daughter, dogs, cats, you name it. I knew what everyone else wanted. I loved it, and I was great at it. And so when I was given the teaching to put myself first, I was so resistant. But I sensed it was not balanced. I mean, I'm an adult woman. And what does Isabel want? Nope, I had no clue other than a clean house. Where to start? Asking yourself this question, what do you want, is a start. I've been working on this teaching for a few years. Look, I had to start, start baby small. I saw this gourmet chocolate bar in my grocery store and I thought, oh, my daughter would love this. I got the message to buy the chocolate bar and not share it, to eat it all for myself. Do you think I could do it? Nope. That was too much of a step for me. I couldn't indulge for a $3 chocolate bar, not share my candy. And so I laughed and realized that this was going to be a process. That day, I bought two candy bars and gave one to my daughter. I share this with you to spark a question within you. Are you taking care of yourself? If so, how? Are you putting yourself as a priority or last? If so, how? Do you know what self-care means? Are you practicing self-care? How do you practice? Do you love yourself? Do you love all parts of you? Or only the ones you like? Take time with these questions and write them down. There's a lot of conditioning, judgment, and limiting beliefs covering the beauty that is you. You are beautiful and magnificent and love. I am cheering you on to see you. You can go back to this podcast and write these questions and, you know, take time. Take, take time while you do this work and just know, like, it's okay it's okay. You have to understand there's a lot of judgment here. There's a lot of conditioning. We are taught to not be selfish, that selfish is wrong. And putting yourself as a priority, you know, there's responsibilities as being an employee. There's responsibilities being a mom and dad. There's responsibility to be part of a family. There's just a lot of responsibility and rewards when you do put other people first, right? And, you know, one of 
the teachings came from Source and Source was talking to me while I was walking my little white dog and Source really asked me when I solve problems or when I make another person happy, I am really doing a disservice to me and that person. And I was just like, <coughs> I don't understand. Like, what's wrong making people happy? Like, isn't that my purpose in life is to make people happy? Like, am I not in service? Am I not like being a good human being? And Source, you know, was showing me that when I resolve someone's problem or, or make them happy or soothe their feathers or whatever, right? And I'm a healer. So I'm like, what? I don't heal? Like, I was just so confused. But one of the things that Source showed me was that we all came here to actually experience fear so that we could expand. Like, that's our purpose. I know, shocking. But we really came here to expand our soul field, to expand our understanding, to experience different aspects of frequency. And fear is a frequency of love because prime creator is love. And it's just different frequencies of love, and some of them is in discordance. That's when you feel those denser emotions. But they're still source energy, and source energy is love. So source said, think of fear as candy. <laughs> and everyone, you know, wanted to experience all different types of candy. And so I saw like gumdrops and chocolate and Snickers and fireballs and licorice and black licorice. And I saw like this a variety of candy. And every time I resolved somebody's fear for them, I was taking away their candy. And Source asked me, do you want to take away their candy? They came here for this candy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I would never want to take away someone's candy. Their candy cane or sugar plum fairy or what, you know, I would never, ever want to take away their candy. This is what they came to experience. And Source said, when you take away their candy, it's because when they're upset, you're upset. And so you will do anything to make them happy because when they're happy, you can be happy. But can't you be happy even if they are not? Can you? And I was thinking at that moment, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I can be happy if someone's unhappy. And so that's like a Jedi master level. Can I remain aligned? Can I be happy when someone else is not? And so, you know, I had to start off small. I had to 
really ground in my own energy and and remain calm and happy. And there was times I could do it and there was times I could not do it. And if my daughter was unhappy, could I be happy? Oh my God, no, that's my baby. Could I remain happy if uh, Ken wasn't happy? No, you know, I mean, that's my family. So um, it, I had to work with, you know, like a coworker or the grocery clerk or, um, you know, I had, to, I had to cultivate that. I had to develop that strength within me to be aligned and really think of their fear not to become the rescuer, not to become the hero, not to solve their problem. Um, I could coach them. I could offer them guidance, but they had to do their homework, their own inner work. I could hold space. I could flow my love, but not take care of it and resolve it. And that was really hard for me to do because I'm a great problem solver and, again, a people pleaser. So to turn that energetic pattern around and to soften it and allow everyone to be as is and not judge them as wrong in fear and not judge myself if I still rescued, right? And it was just a series of practice. It was a a series of being aware. It was tuning into my vibration. It was asking me what I wanted. And a lot of times I could not ask in the moment what I wanted. That was really hard for me to do. But I could reflect on the event after the fact and say, well, what do I want now other than everyone to be happy and peaceful? What, what do I want? What does Isabel Zimmerman want? What do I want? And a lot of times I wouldn't even know what I wanted. I, I'm like, shit, I have no idea what I want, you know? And I worked on it and I reflected and I became aware and I softened my judgment that fear was wrong. I knew that fear, fear always has to be crossed in order to expand. And it was it was a challenge for me. It was a practice for me. But as I kept on conditioning the new acceptance and love and holding space and softening my judgment and allowing another to be in fear, it took years. But I am definitely more able to do it than when I first started. I don't know if I can do it. I don't, I can't do it all the time, 
but I can recognize it. I can recognize, oh, they're in fear. It's causing fear within me. I don't feel safe and secure because they're not safe and secure. It's being reflected. Can I breathe? Or, you know, very shortly after the event, I can move through it definitely much quicker. I know there was some some deep concepts here, some concepts you may have already heard. And I love you no matter what. Thank you so much for listening and spending some time with me in this podcast. And I have a course called Embracing Change. It's it's a good online program. It's got uh, videos and um, thought-provoking questions so that we can work with your logic mind and a guided meditation to embrace change, to help you move into the unknown. Because being in the unknown space is very scary because it doesn't feel safe and secure. And all of humanity will move into the unknown. And so this is a very gentle, powerful course to assist you into moving and accepting the new and the change and the unknown. And we work with your mind I always have to work with your mind because your logic mind will stop you and I work with your heart. So I hope you check it out, Embracing Change. Again, thank you so much. And until next time, see the wonder and magic of it all. Bye.